Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. This is day number 390. And today is a public holiday here in Australia uh, for uh, Australia Day. So if Australia Day falls on a weekend, then you uh, they give us the, you know, the next working day as a public holiday, which is today. But I've got a very, very busy day working. I've already been up my normal time and uh, I am just heading on the way to do a boot camp class actually out in the park it's a gorgeous day here this morning and I thought I well, I've got such a busy day I thought I would record this uh, little snippet for you now um, because I saw something on the news this morning and it's interesting how the news is reported uh, to us I mean the, the coronavirus is continuing to seemingly spiral out of control they've now had 56 people at the time of recording this that 56 people worldwide have have passed away now and I think there's over 2,000 cases um, there's somebody uh, in Melbourne uh, in the hospital uh, less than 45 minutes drive from me that is in there in isolation that has it and the symptoms don't show up for a couple of weeks so these people have been circulating around so it just seems that it's only likely that more and more people are going to come forth with um, with this virus don't know too much about it at this stage one of my clients this morning said that they thought it came from bats um, I have no idea about that but anyway it's it's um, not a good position and I saw that the University of Queensland said that they'll have a vaccine in six months it's like my goodness how many people are going to be suffering in in six months I'm not sure why it takes that long maybe they have to I don't know grow it and test it and do all that kind of stuff so and maybe that's a, a short amount of time who knows uh, so if you have any flu like it seems like uh, like uh, not cold, but those flu-like symptoms with temperature, um, you know, fever, um, any of that kind of stuff, sneezing, coughing, all that, uh, then please rush and, and go and get to the, the doctor ASAP. I hear that chemists here are, are running out of uh, masks, um, like the surgical style masks, because people are are uh, rushing them everywhere so um, yeah let's watch this space and stay safe the other news this morning that I saw was about Kobe Bryant uh, passing away in a helicopter crash in Los Angeles um, terrible terrible circumstances I mean I've heard of a a number of uh, people um, passing away in helicopter accidents there was a billionaire I can't remember his name but he was killed with his family that was last year sometime and um, I don't know whether that was in Los Angeles as well it might have been Florida or, or somewhere uh, but you know these people um, travel by helicopter especially in LA because it's an absolute nightmare to be driving around and just the convenience of you know going from one place to another quite quickly and if you've got the money to pay for it then why wouldn't you um, it's yeah, so so sad I mean he was 41 years old um, 
some people say is one, or certainly one of the the greatest basketballers of of all time. Um, and I guess it's moments like these where I mean, there's people dying. You know, by the time I finish this podcast, I mean uh, worldwide there could be a thousand people or more passing away. Who knows? It's only when you know they bring it to the the fore when a media personality or a, a famous person, either current or past, has um, passed away. Uh, that they talk about it a bit, but it's moments like those that make you realise the preciousness of life and and how it can be taken from us so quickly. I'm sure that was the last thing on his mind when he was uh, travelling uh, yesterday that he thought he would pass away in a, in a helicopter accident. And we just don't know, do we? We just... Life is so precious, can be taken in a moment, and um, it's just uh, another example as to why we really need to embrace embrace the life that we have and live it in the best way that we can. And I think, look, an example here is I've spoken about this some time ago. Um, uh, this was this came out of. 9-11 and the World Trade Center and I watched a documentary this was like a decade or so later and it was following a particular family and his footage that he took through the day and uh, one of the things that came out was the fact that uh, so many people got uh, divorced at the end of 9-11 because they realized that they just weren't you know, with the right person, they weren't living the life that they truly wanted to, and and so forth. And it's when those, you know, life-altering, world-altering moments happen that people do take notice. But what we really need to do is every single day to be taking notice and, and looking at what it is that we're doing and what it is that we're not doing to make sure that we, we do maximize the life that we have now and not saying okay well next year I'm going to do that or next month I'm going to do this or or um, you know when I retire I'm going to spend more time doing this uh, like I said to you a few, a few days ago I have not met any retired person that says I've just got so much time they're also busy and a lot of them are busy in ways that you would not expect and that is via medical appointments because they haven't looked after themselves or just the the nature of getting older and people having uh, conditions that they need to go and see specialists and so forth so uh, you know don't wait what there is no point in waiting because there's no better time to do whatever it is that you want to than right now you can always find an excuse or a reason if you know a reason is really just an excuse but find an excuse why you're not going to do it now and that same excuse will exist in whatever time frame that you give it and you say oh no it won't because it'll be this but then have a look at yourself and say, well, how many times have you gone through life and said, well, actually, yeah, I said that I was going to do this then and I didn't, but now's a different time, so I'm going to say I'm going to do it then. Uh, we create these new habits for ourselves where we, oh, well, they, 
might not be a new habit, we just create these habits where we are procrastinating and immobilizing ourselves because of this fear of failure, this fear that we're not going to to be able to achieve the result that we particularly want to. So we say, Do you know what, I'm not even gonna try. But we don't even have that conversation. We just talk ourselves out of it by saying, yeah, nah, I won't, I just won't. And you don't put yourself in that place deeply to say, well, actually, I will because I've said I won't, but I really need to because of these reasons. We just keep, keep putting it off. And when you hear examples like this of Kobe Bryant today, you think life is so short. Why am I putting off the, the body and health that I want for myself? I need to just do this. I should just do it and do it now. I'm sick and tired of putting this off any longer and I'm just going to do it. And unfortunately, most of us don't do that. But when you do, that's when life really changes. And that's what makes life exciting because you're growing, you're achieving things, you're setting targets for yourself, you're setting challenges, you're just striving for more to be done in your life. Setting that highest standard is just so, so important. And yet, we tend not to do that because that makes us feel uncomfortable. The the trick with getting more out of yourself is to constantly keep making yourself uncomfortable, constantly keep raising your standard, constantly looking for ways to improve yourself, constantly challenging yourself, constantly setting these, um, what do you call them, goals, um, challenges, life outcomes, bucket list, whatever. Uh, most people think of a bucket list in terms of uh, a place they want to go to as opposed to something that they want to achieve. Like one of the things that, I don't, I don't have a bucket list. Uh, I have a, a bunch of things that I want to make sure that I, I do in my lifetime. And one of those things is, uh, was writing my book. And I felt that, you know, if I went to my grave and had not written the book, then I would have really let myself down. Uh, And then once you achieve one, especially like that, where it requires a lot of work, not just, okay, I'll save up some money and I'll travel to France or something, uh, but where it requires a lot of work, then when you get to that, you say, wow, I did that. Now, what's next? And that's what makes it exciting because you're constantly looking for that next thing. Way too many of us are, are complacent. Um, and I was on a, a call, uh, two calls yesterday actually, but uh, this particular one was with the, the Global Dream Team coaches and um, we were doing some interviews and I was saying that one of the, the best things is uh, coaching uh, to uh, make sure that you get coaching and always invest in coaching because that will take you from where you are to where you want to get to and everybody wants something else in their life everybody wants more doesn't matter who you are everybody wants more in some area or multiple areas of their life the trouble is that most people don't attack it and say I'm gonna get that I've named it and now I'm gonna claim it most people don't do that 
Now, Kobe Bryant obviously did. I don't know his his background, but everybody's got their own story. Um, whether it's a rags to riches one for him, um, I, I have no idea. But every he will have a story, and it's taken him from where he was to where he wants to get to through mindset, the right coaching, and just hours and hours and hours and hours of practice. I've heard stories of him working harder than anyone else. And people say, oh, he was lucky he had the talent. He wouldn't say that. He would say that I'm always the last person there. I'm the first one there to arrive for practice. I'm the last one to leave. That's how dedicated he was to what it was that he wanted to achieve. We've all got the same opportunity. We've all got the same chance to set these lofty ambitions for ourselves. We all have the same 24 hours. We all have the ability to work damn hard to get to where we want to. And the great thing about coaching is that the coach that has lived the same path, well, not necessarily, I shouldn't say lived your same path, everybody's lived a little bit differently, but has gotten the result that you want can fast track everything for you so you don't have to wait and waste uh, years, months, years of your lifetime trying to experiment with things yourself. You, you find this person and then they are the ones that say, no, don't do that. That is not going to work for you and just save you years of heartache. I was listening to uh, my coach on a call the other day and he was talking about how he had a 77 year old guy that wanted to um, basically come up with this uh, technology that was going to compete against the uh, the multi-billion dollar drug companies uh, with his particular idea and all it was going to take was something like $61 million worth of funding. I say all, I'm being flippant here. And that's what he wanted to do. Seven, and he's 77 years old. Now what would you think about that? Now JT was coaching him in a crowd of people. Now most people would say, that's a magnificent idea, that's fantastic, you should do that. Uh, but no, JT said, no, don't do it, that's a mistake. He said, at your age and what is required with that, it's going to take too much. And some people took offense at that. And they said, but this is his passion. This is, you know, this is a great thing to do. And JT said, no. Now, JT then raised it with one of his coaches, George Ross. And George said, as soon as he told him, he said, it's a waste of time. He said, it's stupid. He said, he'll be dead before he gets to see the fruits of his labor. And he said, it's just, it's nonsensical. It's a waste of time. He said, it's a waste of time and a waste of energy. You should do something else. Um, and that's what a good coach will do. And then you'll have those people that say, no, nah, I disagree with that. I'm going to do it anyway. Well, that's fine, but then that's on you. But you see in so many instances where people do that and they go nowhere with it because, yeah, the coach was right. That was not a sensible move. It was not a good idea. Um, but people get so emotionally attached to these ideas that they have that they're not prepared to listen to anything else. And I've probably done this in the past myself. But 
Um, that's what a great coach will do. But first of all, you've got, to, you've got to set some ambitions, don't you, for yourself. And this is, again, where the coach will help push you to create some things. Because a lot of people don't even know where to start. People don't even know how to get started in creating these new ambitions for yourself and raising your standards. And that's where a good coach will point you in the right direction and say, well, look, asking you a series of questions to work out what it is that you you want out of your life, what it is that you really like, where's your passion? And again, this can be troublesome for people because something like 85, 87% of people hate their job and they're just going through life. You see it all around. You, you walk around today, if you say out in the public, and just look at people's faces. They're either sad or they're angry or whatever, they're, and they're just burnt out inside. There's nothing left. So... It, it makes it challenging for people to then step up and, and make a you know make a change, make a difference for themselves, um, because it requires effort and focus and energy. So anyway, um, rest in peace, Kobe. I didn't know you personally, and there's a lot of other people that have passed away today, and I hope they rest in peace too. If this moment does nothing else for you than make you realise that you're not doing enough with your life, then I'd say, well, learn from this. This is the thing I learned from Tony Robbins. Out of every single situation that happens in your life, there is good to come from it. No matter what it is, there is good to come from it if you want to look for it and find it. Even in death, there's a reason that things happen and you can learn from death, you can grow from death. It just, it's up to you as to what you want to do with it. So I've mentioned this before, like the last person to die in my family has been my dad. Oh, by the way. And dad was, um, had a very bad dementia. Um, ended up passing away with a stroke and dementia. And... I could be very sad about him passing. He was 77. Now, that's uh, still young, I guess, by today's standards. Uh, But that was when his time was up. And I could be sad about the fact that he passed away. Then I could be sad about the fact that mum passed away at 66. And I could live every day feeling like, man, I am depressed, sad, upset, because my parents have passed away early and that could be my fate. But the, the reality is that I could do something different. And what I do is choose to celebrate their life and have them live on through me and, and for my kids. So that's what I choose to do. So, um, yeah, life, your life's not over yet. Uh, think about what it is that you can be doing more of to make your life even better. Life's too short. Be unstoppable. See you tomorrow.